G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. You're on SENZ. This is Mornings with Ian Smith. Ricardo Ball in for Smithy while he's away at the T20 World Cup. And of course, uh, it's not the only World Cup going on at the moment. We have one right on our own back doorstep. It is the Rugby World Cup and the Black Ferns are in the final against the Palms on Saturday night, and one person that is definitely going to be there is a former Kiwi Fern, a former Aotearoa Sevens player, a commentator, a player agent. She has done everything in the game, a coach as well. Mary Baker, kia ora, good morning to you. How are you? Oh, kia ora. Um, yeah, wow. It's going to be a big mess. It was a big mess of semi-final last weekend, so... I'm looking for a great match this weekend. Yeah, I mean, looking at last weekend, we know that the French and the and the English, uh, the two top teams that we were worried about coming into this tournament, it was close against the French. How much better do we need to be against the Poms on Saturday? Yeah, the French are probably the the, the most uh, probably the most defensive, got the best defensive team in the competition. So it really did a lot for us around um, you know that chaos sort of high tempo around the ruck area because they actually stopped us from doing that, and it meant that the Black Ferns had to find some other way to get in behind that 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 defensive line, which is great. And, you know they had to come up with some creative way on their own on that paddock to be to get through that defence. How much better do we have to? Yeah, we've got to go up another notch. Um, the English, the, the Canadian team actually put the English under a lot of pressure around the ruck area. Um, the big hitters with the one-off tips of, of the ball, again, found some, some holes in the defence of the English. So they were a bit rattled, the English team, I thought. Yeah, that was interesting, wasn't it, from the Canadians? Uh, I mean, our pack is probably not as big um, physically. Uh, and, of course, the loss of Liana Mikelaitu'u will probably be felt because she would have been one of those runners, one of those bigger bodies. Oh, exactly. You know, well, you've got Shemaine McMiniman now who's played 30 tests. So, you know, she's played a couple of games. The good thing about what Wayne Smith has done is he's played every single one of his players. So, you know, if someone gets injured, he can just replace them because they've had game time, they've been part, they're part of the tour, they're part of the, the World Cup campaign. So you're not getting somebody who hasn't been playing or anything like that. And, yeah, you, you're right. We are going to be a little bit lighter. We're a little bit lighter than Canada. But we do still, I think it's the winning of the game is in our bench. You know, Crystal Murray was fantastic. I know that Tamaka, she got she got um, a yellow card in the end, but she just made such a difference when she comes comes on. And we've still got Nawoon and and the captain, the co-captain. You know, uh, Kennedy Simon coming on the be- off the bench. Yeah, we do we do have depth on the bench. That is that is definitely a good thing. Uh, what about um, game smarts? Because and uh, you know, fair play to Wayne Smith. He did talk about this, and he. He said that he had told the team, no kicking, let's keep the ball in hand, but maybe they'd taken it too literally when, with four minutes to go, Kendra Coxhedge takes a tap, oh. you know, <laughs> rather than kick for the line and kill the clock. Uh, do you think they would have they would have sorted that out this week? And, and, and how much smarter do they have to be with game management? 
Oh, look, you know, when you look at someone like Kendra Cox, she's played 67 tests, so she's been in the, in the you know, that last Northern Hemisphere tour, so I would say that she'd been sitting there just going, we have to win this, we have to win this, and kind of forgetting about what, what the, you know, what her her role was in that, in that space, especially in the game management space, kicking it out, resetting, drawing that clock down. I think... I think, uh, look, I was in a, in a pub in Rotorua and there was a lot of people on their feet um, with their hands over their eyes. <laughs> so there's a lot going on, that's for sure. Yeah, there definitely would have been. Definitely would have been. Um, so we've got uh, the Poms, obviously, this weekend. You mentioned the Canadians. They pushed the Poms a lot closer than, than I think anybody thought they would. If you're Wayne Smith uh, and you're watching that game back, you're looking at the tape, what are you getting your team to do this week that maybe they wouldn't have done last week? Just to control the ball a little bit more. Um, and again, take those certain opportunities. Different things in, in games where there's opportunities for you to close out games. And I think they've got to take those opportunities, you know. Like you said, making sure that when we kick the ball out, we kick the ball out, we win our line out. You know, we get a scrum, we win our scrum. So I think each moment needs to be, be, be looked at taking advantage of rather than they've kind of, for me, they've kind of, in certain opportunities, it's been given to them and they haven't quite taken them. Um, and that's around our set piece again. I think with our lineouts, I think there was two that went straight, um, and we talked about that a year ago. You know, we need to sort of get better at that. And same with our scrums, we got a lot better, which is great. Like we're actually really competitive in the scrums now, um, but we gave a couple penalties away. So I think again, it's like seizing opportunities and really, ta- really going for them. When you're playing a team that relishes the set piece and you know likes to play the ten. Uh, you know, from 1 to 10 rather than from 1 to 15. You know, it, it's great that we've tried to play a faster game, speed the game up, spread the game more, but you've got to have front football to do that. You've got to earn that right. So how do you go about that as a coach? I think for me, there was a couple of times when that, 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 that they've just got to get the memo, that, that first sort of, I guess, the hit up from that, um, from one of the pods. So they've got to get their momentum first. And they've just got to itch their way forward for the momentum, and then start to then start moving the ball. I think they're going a little bit too early when the defence is so set, that it's so solid that they actually can't get get in behind there. So they just got to try and get that first momentum, get in behind in behind that defensive line, and then start using the chaotic what they call chaotic sort of attack. Yeah, the chaos rugby. Uh, I did see somebody who was it now that, that that commented about that and saying, you know, Kendra Coxedge saying that they were uh, the Black Ferns were were keeping the the ball close to their chests and they, uh, you know, they were playing more sensible rugby. And I think it was an English journalist and saying, well, hang on, if that was the sensible stuff, I hate to see the chaotic stuff because you know where's <laughs> where's that going? Um, and I, I guess one of our, one of our best exponents of of that chaos rugby is Ruby Tui. Um, I talked to you before the tournament started, and you know we talked about her playing on the wing versus playing at fullback, and they did did play with that. Uh, one of the things that you said at the time was because she was still reasonably new to 15s, was her positional sense maybe not where it needs to be against teams that kick a lot like France, like England. How do you think she's come on through the tournament? I think Ruby's just got better and better. Like <laughs> that try that she scored on the weekend, you know, she might have been on the wing. Um, that, you know, those moments are fantastic. You know, she went, she absolutely put everything in. She thought she could get it and she got it. Now, other players might not have got that try. 
So I just think that Ruby just throws the kitchen sink into everything. And that's her ability, that's her superpower, is that she just get, is willing to give anything a go. Um, so, yeah, she, for me, she's improved. Um, I think the reason why they've gone with Renee Holmes is because of the kicking option. And if, if you think about that, if we look back at that French team, we needed we needed to get some points and we needed to kick those those goals. Um, I know Rua Hay got her one, but she missed another one, you know. So uh, these games are going to be tight. They're not going to be the, the 30, 30 point blowout from Wales or, or any of the other teams. It's going to be a tight game, and and sometimes we just need people to to put the ball through the through the sticks, you know. On the other flank, uh, we've got Portia Woodman, who, of course, has um, been a try-scoring machine through this tournament. She didn't get a lot of touches of the ball, not a lot of opportunities against the French uh, if you're Wayne Smith and you're looking at that, how do you get Portia involved in the game more and get the ball in her hands more? Oh, look, if you, if the French, just, like I said, that defence from the French were just it was so good. Every time Portia got the ball, they absolutely nailed her. And um, and, they've been, and if you think about the last game where they had um, Jasmine Joyce against Portia Woodman, you know, Jasmine just grabbed her by the ankles every time. So I think... The fact of the matter is that Portia's getting marked. Everyone knows how good she is. And players in the opposition are standing up and saying, right, Portia, we're going to put our best player on you because you're not going around us. But to get her more involved, I think she needs the ball earlier. Um, and that just means, again, that the, in the in the middle with the forwards, they just need to get the ball a little bit earlier. They need to grow, get some ground, and then they need to move the ball so she can have some space. Do you think the... The game plan that we have um, of you know wanting to play at a higher tempo, at a higher speed, spread the ball, uh, is is going to work against the Poms? I mean, I, they're, they're a very good team. They're a professional outfit. They're exceedingly fit. And I know they are bigger, and that will take its toll at some point. But, man, they, they're a fit team. They go and they go and they go. They do, yeah. But no, we have to play. We have to play this role. Um, if we don't, we're, they're going to ground us into a halt. So that's what, you know, that's their, that's their superpower is that they do ground teams into a halt. And so I think if the, for the Black Ferns to win this, they need to be playing, continue playing the style that they're playing. They still need to be able to control the game in certain areas of the field. Um, but if you look at the Canadians, they, they, the, the two times that they scored, they actually scored it off just a tip-off, um, and the lock just came crashing through the space. So for me, it's like, yep, continue doing what you're doing, improve on your set piece, um, get a, I think hold the ball a little bit more, don't, don't kick as much. I think some of our kicks were just a little bit aimless, and they weren't precise. So if we are going to kick, we need to be a bit more precise than we were last week. Um, and just really sort of hone in our skills and be better at what we're doing. All right. Well, can you give us a, uh, a prediction? A prediction for Saturday night? What do you think? Well, last time you asked me, Ricardo, I was bang on the button. Mm, you were. You were. That's why I'm asking you again. <laughs> I, look, I, I, I've looked at the TAB. Uh, <laughs> I actually am not too sure about this one, to be honest, to be fair. But because I'm a Kiwi, I'm going to have to go with New Zealand. Um, well, they're either going to nudge, they're either going to nudge England out, or they're not. That's, that's all I've got. Yeah, well, they're paying two sixty. The Poms are paying a dollar forty-five, so they're definitely the favourites. Hey, before I let you go, Mitty, I know you know you've got a plane to catch, but before I let you go, um, there is of course another game tomorrow at four thirty between Canada and France. You've played tournament footy before. 
how hard from a coaching point of view or even from a player point of view is it to get yourself up when you're not in the big dance? You've lost a game, you have to play for third and fourth. Well, I think for like Canada, to get third, I think that that's something that they would be happy with. The French, not so much. You know, they they want they came here to win win it. So, but again, the French wouldn't want to want to lose to Canada. So, um, for that game, I, I think they're going to get a. You know, it's going to be a good game. I actually, the French, I think, might will take that out. Um, but you never know. You know, the way the Canadian the Canadians pushed England. I'm not too sure, you know, that it could go either way on that one. Um, and I know that Canada are, are, are relishing it for that third and fourth placing. They, you know, this is a good placing for them. They're not professional at all. They're, they're, they're having to fundraise to be at that tournament. So they're, they're saying, hey, we need more resources. We're, we're near the top uh, of the world stage. Put more resources in it, we might end up at the top. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a great point. And the other thing too is, um, we've seen it in other sports with the French is that uh, psychologically sometimes they're a bit fragile and if things don't go their way they implode a bit so that, that's always a possibility as well but they are big favourites thirteen versus fives Yeah, yeah, look yeah, I, I think they can be a bit fragile as well but um, they've also got a lot of mana as well in them as well so um, and they're just the French, you know. They're not going to just roll over. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not going to do that, Betty. Uh, finally, uh, the impact of this tournament on women's rugby in New Zealand and women's sport in New Zealand, what do you think the lasting legacy will be? That um, women's rugby is commercially viable. Absolutely, sell-out crowds. Um, you know, Eden Park was sold out twice. Um, there's going to be record crowds this, this weekend. I know that, that there's a few didn't turn up on the, the opening match this weekend. It's really hard to get tickets. So I tried to get an extra one. It was awful. Um, um, so, you know, the, it's it's basically saying, hey, women's rugby's here. Everyone loves watching it. Um, come down, it's a family affair. And, and, you know, it's gone back to that real basic sort of grassroots rugby where people want to go and watch and it's entertaining. So the legacy there is, invest in women's rugby um, and you know it's great for whānau as well yeah it's interesting I took t- uh, talked to Nick Saunder the um, CEO of Eden Park and he said they've already started talks with the New Zealand Rugby Union about the Black Ferns playing against England in a one-off test at Eden Park again next year Oh wow, that's awesome, isn't it? And that, that's what needed to happen, you know. We, you know, the Black Ferns need to be playing. If, if the Black Ferns want to continue to be the best, best in the world, they need to play more games. They need to be pretty much doing what the All Blacks are doing and playing different games so that they can get better and try things and make get that development, that pipe from the players coming through. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Mehdi, thank you very much for your time this morning, mate. Safe travels. I know you're about to leave Invercargill via Christchurch to Auckland, so you've got a, a big day of travel ahead of you. Travel safe, mate, and uh, have a great day tomorrow at Eden Park, eh? Oh, I will. Thanks very much. Happy When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.